0: Spring of Life Fellowship and the vision of changing the world invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Let's listen to our guest. Amen. Well, I was thinking about when Pastor Joaquin called me to, uh, Lord, what do you want me to say to your wonderful people here at Spring of Life Fellowship? And... um, I thought, well, Lord, I hope I'm adding to a sentence. I don't know what's been preached, but I know one thing. I know the Word is preached here. Amen? Amen? And the Bible says he watches over his Word to perform it. And it also says in John 6, 63. Now, one thing about me, if you're new to me, uh, I like to throw out the Scripture verses. Because after I left, if I haven't left you the Word, I haven't left you a whole lot. Amen? Amen. You don't want to come to hear my humanistic experiences. You want to hear the Word, because that's what empowers your spirit, man. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, write the verses down, okay? If you forget anything that the Lord gives me to tell you today, just write your Bible verses down because that's what you want to meditate on, right? John six sixty three says this. It says, his words are spirit and they are life. So you have, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you are in his family. You have his DNA. Therefore, you have all the divine privileges that pertain to life and godliness because that's what the Bible says, Right? The Bible says his promises are yes and amen. And I use the New King James Version. You may use a different version. But um, I wanted to talk to you about a believer who changes the world. Truly, this is not a cliche when it says changing the world up here on the wall. That probably costs a lot of money to have that engraved up there, right? So it's not just a cliche. It's really the heart of this church. In your sphere of influence, to go out and change the world. The last 18 years... That's what the heartbeat of, of SOL, Doral, Miami, and, a, and around the world is. Um, your, your pastors have an apostolic mandate, which means they build, plant, and go. So sometimes they're gone, but there's other pastors in the house. Amen? Yes. And, and each one of you have the DNA of Jesus. And so what I love about this ministry... It's really not about the pastor up here and y'all are down here. It's about everybody being a partaker of his divine nature. Amen? Because the Bible says he's no respecter of person. doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is, how you grew up, wh- what uh, circumstances were thrown your way. When you're in the family of God, all you have to believe is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Write that verse down. It says, if you are in Christ, you're a new creation. The old things are passed away And all things are new. Not some things. Amen? Verse 21 says, He became sin. God made His Son Jesus. For He made Him. He made... God made Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be... One translation says, Be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Father, our Heavenly Father, sees us righteous. And if you can get a revelation not out of conceit, but you have the righteousness of God in you, you'll walk in a different authority and position in Christ. Why? Because he removed the sin nature when you said yes to Jesus, right? You're born of God now. And so when a believer, and we've talked about this before, when a believer messes up or sins, it's simply because they haven't renewed their mind to what the Word says. But look at 1 John 3, 8, and 9. Because you have to understand this to be a believer who changes the world, that you're free from sin. Amen? Amen? Because so much of today, we have a sin consciousness and a performance-based Christianity today in the world. But it's not based on what I do. It's based on what he did on the cross. Amen? Because my, my work as filthy rags, right? <laughs> so check this out. My righteousness is filthy rags. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Look at verse 9. Isn't that amazing? It's saying if you sin, now when you abide in sin, okay, that's what it's referring to. Look at verse 9. It says, whoever has been born of God does not sin. Hello, are you born of God? So you do not sin. Why? For his seed, God's seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he's been born of God. Now, you just hold on to those two verses right there, and you're going, wow, wait a minute. I'm no longer a sinner saved by grace. <laughs> I'm saved by grace, right? Amen. So don't, don't sing, as my pastor says, don't sing the song, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch. You're no longer a wretch, amen? You're a believer, and you have a, you're a new creation. And I know there's so many things in, in our American churches and churches all over the world that man has taught us that has tainted the unadulterated word of god amen and it's caused religion to set in instead of having that relationship all the heavenly father wants if you are a believer in jesus christ the bible says in romans 12 i think it's verse 2 says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good acceptable and perfect will of god for your life a believer. Who is free from sin? If he makes a mistake or she makes a mistake, it's simply because you haven't. You're, when you when you become a believer, a born again cr- Christian, uh, your mind is not your mind is not what he changes. He ch- he bursts your spirit, and your mind is your job. Let me show you how I know that Philippians two five. It's your job to reboot the computer. Amen. Renew your mind, because God is not going to mess with your free will. He gives you a free will. Isn't that amazing? Now, this is part of changing your world. You have to renew your mind to what the Bible says so that you can go out and empower others, amen? Look here, Philippians 2, five. Let this mind, we have to let it. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What is the mind of Christ Jesus? It's his word, amen? 1 Corinthians 2.16. The Bible says the things of the spirit are not discerned by the natural mind, but you have to renew your mind your, your First uh, Corinthians 2 16 renew your mind to what the Word says about you for for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him But we have the mind of Christ. You got a big test. You're in school. You have the mind of Christ friend You have the mind of Christ. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus You're free from sin and you have the mind of Christ. Amen. That makes you a world changer. Why? because the greater one is in me why because 1 John 4:4 4, 4 says greater is he that's in me than what's in this world it doesn't matter who's in political office what's going on in Miami what's going on around about you baby when you got the DNA the blood of Jesus that's on the inside of you Romans 8:11 says the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells on the inside of you if you need healing today all you have to believe is Romans 8:11 it says the same spirit Brandon that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is in you and heals that leg in Jesus name the same spirit that raised Jesus is on the inside of you and Romans 8:14 says those that are led by God's spirit these are the sons of God that's what creation is crying out for Romans 8:19 says creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God Sons is not gender specific. It says in Galatians 3.26 that we are all sons. How do you become a son in the faith? It's when you become one with the word. 1 Corinthians 6.17. Look at the word right here. This is the desire of our heavenly father that we become one. One in nature because you have his nature. It says, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Amen. These principles are not just principles. It's the word. God wants us to be one spirit with him. Why? So that when we walk and when we talk out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. That's the Heavenly Father's desire for each one of us to mature to a place as a son in the faith. Amen. 1 John 5:12 says, God's life is in us. Hallelujah, you're not a defeated believer, you're a winner, you're a world-changing believer because his life, his DNA is on the inside of you. Amen. We're a three-part being, right? Spirit, soul, and body, but the essence of who you are is your spirit, man. That's why it's so important to get equipped to become disciples of Jesus Christ, that you may change your world, your sphere of influence. How can you do it? Not by your might, not by your power, but by his spirit. Amen. God's glory is in us, John 17, and 23. And I know I'm saying a lot of stuff, but, but just hold on to the scriptures, amen? And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. God's glory is in you. You don't have to come to the church house to experience God's glory. It's on the inside of you, amen? The Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. If that hope of glory is in you, then you can go manifest it in your sphere of influence, in your world. Amen? Galatians 2.20. This is so important. Our life is not our own church. It's not about us, right? It's It's not even about my eloquent preaching, quote unquote, right? It's not in my preaching. It's in him. Amen? My life is hidden with him, right? I have been crucified with Christ. So I don't have to pick it up anymore because I'm crucified with him. Amen. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the son of God who loved and gave himself for me. I live by the faith. I live by the faith in the son of God. You have God's faith on the inside of you. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to sit the 50 50 million uh, Bible classes to get God's faith. You got it when you said yes to Jesus. I know I'm breaking some religion. Some people come from different places. And I'm telling you, you got God's faith. We, We have such... We don't have to sit... And I respect every minister. Don't mistake what I'm saying. I respect the office... But it's time for the church to be who they are called to be. The Bible says that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. But the problem is, if we don't know our identity and who he has made us to be and what we have on the inside of us, we will never change the world. Amen? Amen. But you will change the world if you realize that greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. That I have God's faith on the inside of me. Therefore, I can do greater works because he's gone to the Father. John 14, 12 says, Greater work shall you do because I've gone to the Father. Hallelujah. It's by grace we are saved, not of works that any man should boast, but the works of faith you can do. Not because you're holding a microphone and you're a preacher, but because you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He is no respecter of person. God's love is in us. Romans 5.5. 5. You see the fruits of the Spirit. Let's go to Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given to us. Some of you have been through different things in your life and you say, well, I can't love. Well, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have his love. It's poured, it's shed abroad in your heart. You see, I didn't say that. That's what the Bible says, right? And and look at this. 1 John 5, 18, I believe it is. You guys are doing great back there, too. You're keeping up with me. I'm proud no. of you. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Well, that's good I pointed that out, too, because if you're born of God, the devil has no power. Amen? Amen. The devil only has power if we consent to it, right? It, it starts right here. If he was so powerful, he'd kill us all right now, right? But he's not doing that. He can only tempt. He can only suggest a thought. It's when you act on it. Look at verse 19 of that, though. It says, we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. We are are of God. We are of God. It's 1 John 4, 4 is what I was needing. I'm sorry about that. But we are of God. If we are of God and we're born of God, guess what? We have the power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all powers of the enemy, Luke 10:19. For nothing shall by any means hurt us, Luke 10:19. Look at this. First John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Oh. Doesn't matter who's in the political office, right? We need to pray, and you need to get out and vote. I can't tell you who to vote for, but hopefully you're voting for someone that has a biblical worldview. And if you can't find that candidate, I'd still say... You know, pray and vote for something. Stand up and be counted. I can't tell you who to vote for, okay? But, but um, God can use anybody. He can use a donkey. He can use anybody, right? <laughs> He'll use whatever he's got to use. Because the Bible says he raises up and he sits down, King. Believe me, God knows what's going on. God knows what's going on, right? <laughs> I'm just saying a believer has to think like Jesus thinks, Right? You, if you watch the news, you, you'll be like, man, I don't know. Uh, should I sell my house right now? We all are getting raptured or what, you know? <laughs> the Bible says, occupy until he comes. I'm not moved. What goes, Psalms 91 applies to you. Psalms 91 says, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A 1,000 may fall, 10,000, but it won't come near your dwellings. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? He that dwells. You and I who dwell, dwell, abiding, you know, and that's the key. It's not based on how many fastings and how many prayer and how many scriptures. It's based on his grace when, and, and getting prepared and let it just flow out. It's not because I sit, the, sit there and read the Bible 24 hours a day. My wife reads the Bible more than I do. I'm not ashamed to say it, but I know what counts. I know, I know in whom I believe, and I know I become one. Meditate. Joshua 1.8 says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but if you'll meditate day and night, observe to do according to all that's written in it, you will make your way prosperous. You'll have good success. You want God's success in your life? Meditate. Become one with the scriptures. Amen. Sometimes we want to, and I, and I thank God for the one-year Bible reading plan, but what I'm saying to you is <clears throat> meditate on the scriptures that tell you who you are. We need the whole counsel of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but what we need to do is rightly divide the word of truth. That's what we're not doing. We don't know our covenants. We're not becoming one with the scriptures pertaining to who God says that I am. If I know who God has made me to be, then I can change my world. Then I can change that the, my sphere of influence. Amen, church? Amen. Uh, born of God. And we've talked about united, united with spirit of Christ. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. We said that. And I'm going to say something. Righteousness is the capability of possessing the very nature of God himself. Right standing, righteousness. Righteousness is the capability of possessing the very nature of God himself. You are his righteousness. As we said earlier, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He became sin who knew no sin that you might be. Not going to be. Not woulda, coulda, should be. But you might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are it. Right? And now, the thing is, is, staying in a spirit of humility because the Bible says knowledge pops you up. When we start getting a little revelation from God, we start thinking, sometimes we can start thinking where somebody, especially working in Christian TV, I hate to say it, you know, you show me a very prideful person or usually a very religious person. You show me a very religious person are usually very prideful people, amen? But it's humility that brings the miraculous into our lives. And a hallmark of a real believer is a person who trust God and humbles themselves even when they need to be corrected. Amen? Because whom the Lord loves, he chastises. One thing I can say about this character-building ministry is you're not, you're not going to be in the spring of life unless you're not willing to be uh, reproved by the word of God, not by the pastor. Amen? Amen? Your pastors love you and they care about your spiritual destiny, which is the essence of who you are, as we said earlier. So it's so important that we allow ourselves to be molded, to be conformed into his image. Amen, church? Amen. Be, be Be imitators of Christ. I believe it's Ephesians 5.1. Let's go to that. I'm getting close. Is this helping anybody this morning? Amen. Ephesians 5.1 1 says, therefore be imitators of God as dear children. And keep going there for a little bit there if you don't mind. I don't know who's running back there, helping me out. But. And, and walk in love, as Christ also have loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Verse 3. But fornication, all uncleanness, or covetousness, let it not even be named among you, as it is fitting for saints. Keep on going, brother or sister, whoever's helped me. Neither filthiness nor foolishness, talking... Or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of things. Watching what we say. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetousness man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the king in the kingdom of Christ and God. That's strong stuff. But let me just say this, because I felt quickened to go there, and there's obvious there's a reason. If you went through that process. I want you to know there's grace and forgiveness for you, but God doesn't want you to stay in that place because if you dwell in that place, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. So I just want to say uh, love. Love conquers all. Love is the first fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5, and 23, verse 19 and 20 talks about the works of the flesh. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Love is the first fruit listed. The other fruit don't manifest in your life, (coughs) excuse me, without love. The Bible says in Galatians 5, 6 that faith worketh by love. The faith of God that's inside of you, (coughs) excuse me, works by love. The faith of God works by love. We are God's own righteousness. Look at John 15, and we're closing. John 15, verse 7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it will be done for you. If you are connected to the vine and he's the branches, or we're the branches, and you're connected to the vine, the power source, you go be the Jesus in the earth in your sphere of influence. He said he's seated far above every principality. If God is seated far above and you're his son, right? You're seated far above every circumstance. If you get a revelation of that, you want to allow your circumstances. See, as we read earlier, those that are led by God's Spirit are sons of God. You can't be led by your senses. Your senses will mislead you. Nothing wrong with having emotion. God designed you to have emotion. But you can't allow it to lead you. Sometimes we want to experience all this grandeur of we come into a church service and If the worship's right and, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with having a mega church. God will use every church, but I want to know how much word is being taught. It's not how big your church is. It's how fruitful, and I've said this before. The word of God is what changes us, and we have to renew our mind to what the word says. Um, The Bible says if two or three are gathered together in his name, in Matthew, he guarantees to be in the midst. So whether you feel him or not in a church service, if you trust his word, I guarantee you he'll show up, right? And and his word is spirit and life. And if you are connected to the vine, you go be the branch in anywhere of your sphere of influence, you will change the world in your sphere of influence because you are manifesting your God righteousness that's on the inside of you, amen? God's faith is in you right? God's mind is in you. God's ability is in you. His entire being is on the inside of you. He left and he said, I'm going to leave you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, right? John 14 talks about the Holy Spirit. I think it's verse 26. But he's left us the comforter to empower us, amen? And if you're a disciple of of Jesus Christ, this is a disciple-making church, then you will become one with those scriptures. And the comforter, John 14, 26 says this, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, one translation says the comforter, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. That's why it's important to become one with the word of God because pertaining to whatever life situation you encounter out there when you're reaching out to somebody, ministry means serving people, amen? Amen you're called to serve in your sphere of influence. And when you have a revelation that you have his nature on the inside of you, you have his ability, you're free from sin, you are a son because he made you a son, you are his righteousness, then you will walk in a different dimension, not out of arrogance, out of humility, but you will serve and you will trust that because of what he did on the cross, not because of your works or because of how many people you ministered to out in the marketplace, amen, but because of what he did on the cross, then you can walk victoriously and change the world in which you live. Amen, church? All right, well, if there's anyone here under the sound of my voice, since I don't know everybody, I know some of you, um, but if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, if you're not in the family of God, you'd... You can't inherit all these promises. You know, Romans eight seventeen. look at this about inheritance. And then, uh, <clears throat> it's pretty neat. It says, and if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. You're a joint heir of Jesus Christ. A joint heir. That means you are you're on the same wavelength. You're, you're Jesus in the earth, literally. Because God is a spirit being, just like the devil is a spirit being. But he needs his hands and feet to go and do it. Amen? To go be salt and light in the world. So you possess that. But if you're not in the family, you're not a joint heir yet. And God wants you to inherit all the promises that are for you. So if you're under the sound of my voice, you know about God. Maybe you've been coming to church for a long time, but you've never made him the Lord and Savior of your life so that you can walk in your sphere of influence as a world changer. If that's you under the sound of my voice and you said, hey, I want to come to the family of God. We've all been there, but God wants you to come to the family of God because that's the greatest miracle that will ever happen in your life. People will let you down. Family will let you down. The Bible says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? In Hebrews 13.5. If that's you, don't be ashamed of the gospel don't be ashamed to say I say yes to Jesus today I turn my life completely over to him I don't dwell on my mistakes or my past because if I'm in Christ I am a new creation those old things are passed away and all things are new if you want a new beginning today lift your hand you say you're talking to me brother Paul I I, I want a new beginning I want to turn my life completely to Jesus not Lord in my life but Lord of my life is there anyone here hallelujah hallelujah Looks like everybody in this place is in the family of God, from what I can tell. So that's awesome. And because you're in that family, that means you can walk in a dimension with God, not based on how many scripture verses you read, although you need to meditate on the scriptures, but based on becoming one, fellowshipping. You're in relationship with him when you said yes to him. Now the Heavenly Father wants a fellowship with him. Amen? A communion. And that's our goal as believers in Jesus Christ: is to fellowship. Have a way you you do your fellowship with the Father. Amen. Why don't we stand? Father, I thank you for every person standing here, everyone watching by internet or TV. Lord, I thank you, or listening to this. Father, I thank you right now wherever they find themselves. That you are there is no boundaries in you, and you're no respecter of person. Father, I thank you that you said if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that you died and rose again, we shall be saved. If there's anyone listening to this, Lord, I thank you that all they have to do is say, Father, I confess you as Lord and Savior of my life. I believe your word is true. And I believe that I possess my inheritance that he has entrusted to me, Father. I receive it by faith. And I go out in my sphere of influence to change the world in which I live. And if you need healing today, say this with me. Say, Father, Father, I believe your word word. in Romans chapter 8 verse 11 11, that the same spirit that that raised you from the dead dead. is in me me. and gives life life. to my body. body. I I thank you that I receive your life that is a free gift, a free gift. for me, for me. Right, now. right now, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, I love you. Dios te bendiga. <laughs> and uh, I will see you soon, I think, right? Amen. Right. I'm still working on my English. <laughs> and I just love y'all, man. Go out and change the world and this is truly, you are truly world changers. Amen? Amen. All right.